0: And welcome back to another episode of the Treleur Blazures. It is a quiet week
1: here on the ranch. We have not much to talk about because nothing really happened this week.
0: Boy, that makes you want to listen, doesn't it? That makes you just want to tune in.
1: Yeah, this is our ASMR episode.
0: (laughs) Folks, uh, this is the time of year where... I don't think studios are putting much out as in the way of trailers. Um, try, you know, they're not building that May hype yet, you know?
1: Yeah, January and February notoriously bad times for movies in general and therefore for podcasts about trailers for movies.
0: Yeah. Now, don't, don't get it twisted. Uh, we do have... How many do we have on here?
1: I think we have a wickedly talented Adele Levine. Or no, we have a Dazine.
0: We have an Adele Dazeen, and we're going to get to that in a minute, uh, talk about them things. But uh, let's let's maybe start out with uh, What We Done Had Watched this past week.
2: What We Done Watched.
0: I watched
1: a couple things this week. First of all, Kevin lent me a movie on Blu-ray disc called The Duelists. It is Ridley Scott's first movie, I believe. Oh. And it stars Keith Carradine and Harvey Keitel as two dudes who keep running into each other in Napoleonic times that become obsessed with like dueling each other. <laughs> uh, it starts off a little slow, but the end is really, really good, so I enjoyed that film. Um, I w- I've been watching the X-Men animated series on Disney+, Plus, the 90s one, in order to prepare myself for X-Men 97, which I believe they've started work on which is a direct continuation of the animated series. Oh nice. It really makes me want Beast in
0: the MCU. Hmm. I love Beast. He's so great. I really liked him in the cartoon cuz he was really like athletic and could do stuff.
1: Yeah, he was uh, he was always hanging upside down and Yeah. All like leaping around and stuff. Sometimes it's a bit of a flex like you don't need to be upside down to make cranberry sauce. But
0: you know, <laughs> he chose to be. That was his choice. Yeah, do you do you think uh, he needs to be CGI in the MCU?
1: Um, I think yeah, because then they could make his proportions weird.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking.
1: And they're so good at it. Like Thanos is is MCU CGI, and he just looks real. Yeah, but you know what's weird is the lizard in the 2012 Amazing Spider-Man movie. His CGI is better than in No Way Home. Like he looks better in that original movie why do you think that is do you think it's because they're only were focusing on him and not like five other villains uh,
0: maybe so yeah and i don't know like mcu could have farmed out his cgi to some company that just didn't do as good
1: yeah it's weird though because i would have blamed sony but sony made amazing spider-man <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah, yeah I know. that was the one takeaway i had uh from that movie was that the lizard looked better in 2012 than he did in 2021
0: well, I mean, heck, the the T-Rex in 1993 looks better than anything now. True, yeah, that is true. Uh
1: and then I watched the third episode of Book of Boba Fett. Uh there was three three points to the episode. Two of them I thought were great and one of them I thought was pretty lame. Uh there's like this uh street gang chase scene that was lame I thought, but uh there's a uh wookiee thing that happens that was awesome and then there's a gift that Boba Fett receives that I thought was perhaps setting up one of the the best promises of any Star Wars thing.
0: He got a Ralph McQuarrie uh, concept art book. Yeah, he did. That was it. How did you know? You didn't watch the episode yet. I, know, I hadn't even watched the episode. It just, you know, it just uh, you know it, you know what it's called precognition. Oh. I'm a precog peacemaker has come out but i haven't been able to watch it yet too yeah i saw that too i need to i need to check it out we're gonna watch that i want to check that out yeah i um i've only watched ted lasso this past week with aaron um i've been so tired man i've just been going to bed i haven't really i've hardly played video games even you know well
1: you've been like taking selfies with pigs and stuff
0: Yeah. So my new job takes me all over the state. So I mean, some nights I don't get home till like seven. uh, Just because I'm like having to drive back in from like an hour or two away. Uh, But I like it. I'm really liking the new job. I tell you.
1: That's what matters.
0: Yeah. So it's like every time I go out, it's like problem solving. I have to like investigate and problem solve because it's foundation issues, but also like crawl space and basement issues. And so, you know, if somebody's floors are you know messing up or whatever their doors are not closing or they got cracks in their like the sheet wall the sheetrock in their house and stuff like i have to figure out why that stuff's happening so it's kind of fun
1: it sounds fun as long as you know what you're doing
0: i do i was trained very well
1: that's good i uh yeah. i don't know
0: anything about that so it sounds alien <laughs> to me <laughs> it, there's i mean it, there's a lot to it i mean if yeah like most people don't know anything about it yeah, I yep. can confirm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we done head watch this past weekend. Let's talk about a little bit of uh, this here new news.
2: This is the Dumb Dudes News Network.
1: We only have one thing, and is that there? Uh, Hulu's mo- moving ahead with this alien TV series. Uh, and I believe Noah Hawley of Fargo is
0: is making that
1: show, and then they've enlisted Weta to work on the Xenomorphs, which is never a bad move.
0: No, they're gonna do practical and digital effects, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, except I also saw a thing that my cousin sent me that said that this series was gonna be more fo- focused on AI and like androids and stuff, um, and like
0: Whalen we- we- yutani Corp. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. That seems to have been the Ridley Scott trend of the Alien franchise is to move away from the Alien parts and just focus on the robots.
0: Hmm. Well, I just hope... I mean, with Weta, you know, we're going to get good stuff, but I, I do hope the writing is good.
1: Yeah. with If Noah Hawley's writing it, then I have faith in the writing because he's, he's great. I love him.
0: Yeah. What we don't need is like just traditional horror tropes shoehorned yeah. into this. You know, I, I want this to be something original.
1: I feel like it'll be high sci-fi if it's got a lot of AI stuff and then occasional xenomorph uh, interactions. So we'll see. If it's like, I won't, I don't know, I really don't like Prometheus uh, and I never saw Alien Covenant. So if it's like kind of in that style of aliens, I won't probably be into it, but I really like aliens. So we'll see.
0: I feel like in another universe, uh, Prometheus was a lot better. It could have been a lot better
1: it had elements that were good but it had and some of the stuff like i originally was like no one's stupid enough to behave this way uh but the past two years have taught me that that is not true uh (laughs) and people would indeed poke the space cobras like that's yeah okay that's realistic so uh, those those complaints have fallen by the wayside for me yeah
0: yeah well we'll see how this show goes you know it's uh alien stuff is definitely hit or miss
1: Yeah, and then, Um, uh, I don't have this on the list, but apparently we're going to get release dates for the uh, Disney Plus series in the next couple days here, uh, and Moon Knight is rumored to be March 30th, so that's going to be the first one this year, Uh, so that's pretty cool. So it's going to go Moon Knight, and then Ms. Marvel in Summer, and then uh, She-Hulk in Fall, and that's the rumor, but we might get release dates for them today, or this weekend at least. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. What. I I really want to see more She Hulk stuff because I'm like really curious if it's gonna be good.
1: Oh, it's gonna be good. I, be- I believe I believe in Tatiana Maslany. She's one of the best actresses,
0: and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And and who did we think was gonna be in that series? Did we think Matt Murdock was gonna be in that series? Yeah,
1: I'm I'm almost certain of it at this point since uh, he's a lawyer as well. I believe he will be in it, and uh, I also think that. Uh, abomination will be in it and probably general ross maybe maybe betty ross i don't know anyone could show up in this Hmm. i would Hmm. like i would like jessica jones to show up in one of these series i want her back yeah i was
0: gonna say i want luke cage to show up yeah
1: bring back everyone but iron fist (laughs) yeah (laughs) we just pretend that one didn't happen or bring yep. in uh, Jessica Henwick and just have her be the Iron Fist, because she actually went to the stunt training, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that'll be fun. That'll be a, a nice year. Uh, are we getting any Star Wars this year shows? We are. We're going to get the Andor, Cassian Andor
1: uh, Rogue oh. One prequel series. Oh, man, with my girl, uh, Adria Arjona. Yep, she's great. Uh, that's coming out this year, and... Bad Batch Season 2 is coming out this year, and something else, I think, as well.
2: Obi-Wan Kenobi, you big dumb idiot. It's probably going to be the best one by far.
1: But I'm, I'm not remembering which is the third one that comes out this year. So, more details on that when I remember.
2: Unsubscribed.
0: Roger that. Um... All right, so that uh, that does it for the new news, and uh, that brings us to. Do we have a question times? I mean, I know oh. we don't on this, but do we? We don't have one on the list. Do you? Do you have one I, in I your think head? I, I do have one in my head. A live
1: questions times.
2: The quash Terms.
0: Guys, this is not even written down. This is just off the dome. Okay, Breaking this is news. just this is Benny's good good questions where I just come up with it on the fly. All right. So, with X-Men 97 coming out and you watching, going back through the original X-Men, which I plan on doing as well, Okay. Um, what older cartoon series would you like to see brought back for a direct continuation?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, they recently did that with Masters of the Universe Revelations. Uh, but I have an answer, and it's Inhumanoids, which is a uh, cartoon from the 80s that got canned because parents in the 80s thought it was too scary because they didn't have any, there was no internet in the 80s so all they did was whine about cartoons and like start letter writing campaigns and garbage. So we lost a lot of really cool stuff because moms in the 80s were overly sensitive uh, to cartoons. <laughs> and uh, humanoids is the coolest of those things. I would like that to come back. Uh, mainly so they make more uh, action figures of the monsters from it because they are awesome. So, in humanoids, 100%, that's what I want.
0: I don't have a number one, 100%. I have three answers to this. Okay. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. That's a great cartoon. Starhawks. Okay. Or excuse, excuse me, Silverhawks. Silver Hawks. Yeah. Silverhawks. And
1: partly metal, partly real. Oh, Dino Riders. Dino Riders. Okay. That would be my other answer. Yeah.
0: Those oh, yeah. three, Silverhawks, like, Dinah Riders, 80s cartoons, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. See, those are those are well, th- yeah. Go ahead.
1: The thing is, is that Super Seven has been making uh, Silverhawks figures, like new ones with their Ultimates line. So that at least you get that part of it. But it would be cool, especially if they continue in the Rankin Bass animation style that the original one was, because it was Rankin Bass made that cartoon.
0: Mm. Like a HD. Yeah. Start. Yeah. In that style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just higher
1: frame rate. Like watching X Men. I'm. I keep being blown away by how good the animation is in the X Men cartoon. Like it looks like a comic book. They shade everything really intensely. It's drawn really well. Everything's detailed. You don't get that that flat color nonsense that you get with a lot of older cartoons. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing is that because of it being a cartoon from the 90s, it has a somewhat low frame rate. So. Right. Hopefully the, uh, but you know, it's still a higher frame rate than like G.I. Joe was or, or Humanoids. <laughs> speaking of Humanoids, which just looked exactly like G.I. Joe. If, if we get X-Men 97 and it looks like X-Men and it has a higher frame rate, it could be the best thing ever made. <laughs>
0: could be. Uh, oh, I just, oh my gosh. I just thought of another question times question on the fly. What is it? This is going to be the questions times. Okay, we're back to the questions times. All right, all right. You ready? Yes. Because because us talking about animation styles got me got me thinking. We 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 know and love the Arcane show animation style. It's incredible. It's beautiful. Yes. What cartoon? What what IP would you like to see have a show done in the Arcane style? Oh, uh, I have two answers for this right off
1: the dome. Oh, My yes. first instinct is Hellboy, because I want Hellboy to be animated, not live-action.
2: Oh, that's such a good answer! And
1: I feel like that style would be dope for Hellboy. Uh, especially if they if they make it a little more uh, heavy with the shading, like in the comics. I think it would mm. be cool. Mm-hmm. And the second was, I would like to see an animated series of the Dresden Files. Which is a series of books that... Uh, the only reason I would like it to be animated is because James Marsters reads the audiobooks and then he could do the voice of, of Harry. And I would rather have him do the voice than have some other rando play him in live action. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What is your cartoon, Ben? Uh, I'm going to say Elder Scrolls. Ooh. An Elder Scrolls cartoon. I'm on board for this only yeah. if uh if they run into the
1: argonian halls ropes faster my favorite name in all of fic, like science or not science fiction fantasy argonian halls yeah his name is halls ropes faster he lived on the he worked on the dock and you run into him and it's in uh, oblivion uh, oh it's in oblivion okay yeah he works on the docks and you talk to him and his name is halls ropes faster halls ropes faster
0: yeah i'm just trying to think of like what would fit that animation style. That's that's kind of how I thought about it. But then I was like, well, could you do sci-fi in that animation style? And what would I want to see, you know, sci-fi? Blade Runner? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I hope that we see something else in that style. I agree. It's so pretty. Yeah, I have to finish Arcane. I haven't finished it yet. I actually haven't finished it either. I'm getting close, though. Uh, all right, so that does it for the questions times. We'll tell you how to write into us uh, later in the show. But right now, we're going to talk about some new new. New 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 new. New new. New new. Trailers, folks, we
1: have an Adele Dazeen.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: not a lot of standouts uh, this week, but we have stuff to talk about. So
0: We do. Uh, we're starting off with Studio 666. Uh, if you remember, we talked about this a couple weeks back. This is... Uh, Well, what's the the name of the band? The Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters.
1: Yeah, so the plot of this is legendary rock band Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much-anticipated 10th album. Uh, This is a movie starring the band Foo Fighters and a bunch of comedians, uh, like Will Forte is in this and uh, Whitney Cummings. And, uh, this is sort of like in the style of those seventies rock movies, like the really bad kiss movies. I don't know when those are from, but there's really bad kiss movies. And I think this is like a really self aware take on those kind of movies.
0: I think so. And we get a little bit more of the narrative in this where Dave Grohl is like just murdering his bandmates, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably, there's probably some level of therapy in there, but (laughs) Dave Grohl is great. Uh, he he's just a cool dude. I like him as a person. Um, I like Foo Fighters music. So this looks fun, and I, I think I will probably watch this.
0: Yeah, it does look uh, pretty campy. I think the tone of this is real campy. Yep. Just it's not really scary. I don't think. No, this campy. is like
1: campy, like Sam Raimi campiness.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it does look pretty fun, though. Uh, and then next up, we've got uh, Bel Air.
1: I have a lot to say about this one.
0: Okay, I have some some stuff to say about this, too. Yeah. So the, if you guys remember, this is that um, the serious Fresh Prince of Bel Air show.
1: Yeah. This is still, to me, 100%... 30 rock energy like <laughs> this to me seems like an entire season of 30 rock would be tracy morgan trying to play uncle phil on a bel-air remake but then they try and turn him into jeffrey and he doesn't want to be jeffrey i just it, it comes it's like all formed in my head and uh twofer would would be in like the head writer of it and tracy would it would drive tracy insane that he was writing on it and you know it's just oh, uh, it's just got mad 30 rock energy but Despite the Thirty Rock energy that it does have, a hundred percent looks like a Thirty Rock thing. This trailer is really good.
0: <laughs> it's uh, that—that's the thing. Like you want to write this off just hearing the idea, and then you watch the tra- and you're like, I can't deny it. this looks good. They this, and so you know how this came about, right?
1: Uh-huh. There was a fake trailer that this guy made. Yeah, for, like
0: a movie. Yeah. And they saw it, and they were like, oh my gosh, this is actually good. And they let him make this show. Yeah, they're like, well, actually, the plot of this
1: doesn't have to be a full comedy. I mean, I'm sure there's lighthearted moments in this. Oh, sure. Uh, but it's, I don't know, it just it looks good, and it's weird that it looks good. Uh, I think I'm going to watch this. I don't have Peacock. Uh, if I ever have Peacock, I might. But did you, like... When he turned his jacket around, were you like, there it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that was the moment for me, but I was just like taking it all in. Man, as soon as he
1: flipped his jacket inside out, I was like, that's it. That's it. That's what he does in the original one.
0: (laughs) So I actually don't have Peacock either, um, but I'm going to re-up in mid-February, because uh, IndyCar starts back up in February, which I am chomping at the bit. I am so ready for IndyCar to start back up, so, uh, so I'll have Peacock, so I'll, I will have a way to watch this.
1: Okay. okay. I want to know about it, because, like, 100% 30 rack energy still looks
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, the Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics start in February. They Actually, I think that starts February 10th. I'm going to have to re-up Peacock early February. You don't this? watch the Olympics. Do you do watch the Olympics?
1: I watch curling in curling, the yeah. Olympics, but I don't yeah. watch anything else. It's co- This comes out in February, so that's perfect timing for you.
0: February oh, perfect, 13th. Yeah. Well, Peacock is going to be worth it for me then, for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, so the next up uh, we have All of Us Are Dead. This
1: is a Korean zombie movie, the plot of which is a high school becomes ground zero for a zombie virus outbreak. Trapped students must fight their way out or turn into one of the rabid-infected uh south korean zombie movie the only other one of those i've seen is Train to busan which was a really good zombie movie and is also referenced in this trailer
0: (laughs) yeah it is i um so this looks good this looks like high production value you know south korea is still you know their production stuff still in full swing their exported productions are still in full swing but I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm still I still got zombie fatigue.
1: Me too, a hundred percent. Uh I don't I don't care about new zombie stuff. Like I see a new zombie yeah. thing and I think, this is what is this, two thousand nine? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Two thousand nine over here?
0: Yeah. Like zombie zombies, uh you know where you know, okay. You know where we were in two thousand nine with, with vampires? Uh huh. That's where we are today with zombies. Yeah, we're done with them we're done here we're done here we don't want any more zombies in the in the house they're messing up the furniture because they're dripping they're oozing It's nasty do you think Korea's like but we're so good at it <laughs> i think i think south korea does what south korea wants
1: yeah they are pretty good at at this kind of stuff too though
0: yeah i mean this i mean look if you're like still into zombies this is like excellent zombie content it looks like yeah
1: it does look good and train to busan is in the top top three zombie movies that exist.
0: Uh I never saw that movie. It's real
1: good. It's just like I'm over it. It has Gilgamesh from Eternals. He's in it. That's where he comes from.
0: Oh okay. He was the
1: best character in that movie, I think, Train to Busan.
0: Oh. I liked him. He was one of the only characters I liked in uh in uh Eternals. He's great. Uh all right, so then next up we have Against the Ice.
1: This is in 1909. Two explorers fight to survive after they've le- they're have they left behind while on a Denmark expedition in ice covered Greenland. This stars Nikolai Koster Waldau, who was Jamie Lannister, but it also has Charles Dance in it, who was Tywin Lannister. And, uh, I, I think it's kind of funny that they keep casting all these Game of Thrones people with each other again. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about Eternals. That has Dane Whitman and, uh, richard madden and they're yeah. talking to each other and the, we're just gonna i mean it's gonna be like the early 2000s with lost in battlestar galactica you know
0: yeah 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 this is uh so this takes, this takes place in the 1800s is that right
1: 1909 so close oh close to okay
0: it. i i sort of like these adventure movies from like the 1800s early 1900s that vibe it's like you know master and commander Yep, yep. Master and Commander uh, is obviously the best, but yeah, not, it is, is the best.
1: This look, I I tend to like this kind of movies. Like I like survival movies. Like I liked Into the Wild, and I like The Gray, and The Edge is in my top five movies. And <laughs> you know, I, so yeah. I I'll probably check
0: this out. Yeah, I think I, I think I might watch this as well, especially because it's um, a Netflix movie, so ease of access, oh, yeah. low barrier to entry. Yep. Um. All right. So then next up we have a trailer for Kimmy.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is a Steven Soderbergh movie. The plot of which is an agoraphobic Seattle tech worker uncovers evidence of a crime, and the agoraphobic Seattle tech worker is Zoe Kravitz, and she has blue hair this week.
0: She does. Um, the way they've done her makeup in this, they do not try to make her some. They 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 make up her down, wouldn't yeah, you say? They did, and like it, it didn't work because she's still gorgeous. She's still beautiful. No, but yeah, like when you see this trailer versus the Batman trailer, yeah. like she looks very different, doesn't she? She
1: does. Yeah. She's still got them freckles though, so you can always you can always point her out of a crowd, but uh Yeah. She's like hiding in her house and then uh she she combs through uh commands for this uh smart speaker which is called Kimmy. And so she, I think she has to like sort the data from the audio, and then she hears like a crime on one of the audio things. And I think that's sort of the, the beginning of that. But it's directed by S- Steven Soderbergh, who's yep pretty much a genius in all ways. Yep.
0: yep. Um, that, this I don't think I would have watched this if it didn't have Steven Soderbergh and Zoe Kravitz in it.
1: No, this is this one is fully, the, uh, the talent is is what is making this look good. Like I yep. I would have written this off as like a generic. Yep, uh, crime movie, but it, because it's got those people, it, no, it can't be. It's got to be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny that I've actually been thinking about Ocean's Twelve this week. Yeah. Um, just I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I think Ocean's Twelve might be in my top ten of all time. I I, I love that movie. Have we talked about this? I I feel like we have, but remind me what we talked about. I just.
1: I don't know anyone else who likes Oceans 12. And I just... I must have hit you different, which is cool. I like when that happens. It happens to me all the time. But I
0: don't get it. Like, please tell me why Oceans 12 is so good. It's... It is... So the style of this movie is... uh, Like a a 1970s movie made in Europe. Mm -hmm. That's like the style. And he does these funky things with it like where he'll do freeze frames um and it's just and it's just very different it's just a and it's like but it's so cool and like that like some of the scenes where they're acting it's just like it's almost like they they're just talking like it's like they didn't even rehearse like they're just they're just talking like in the background people are just saying stuff but it's but it's so good um and it's—I don't know—I just—I just love the way it's filmed. I, f- I feel like the cinematography, just the the methods that it's filmed in, I just think it's so fun. I don't—I like it better than any of the other oceans movies. And it—it it just hit me because when I rewatched it, I was like, oh my god! I remember why I love this so much. It's so—I just—I don't know. I—I'm I, just. Do other people not do other people like this movie or am I like the only person that just as like loves it?
1: I've never heard anyone else who likes it and I didn't like it when I saw it. But your enthusiasm makes me want to rewatch it and adjust my perspective because that's something I, if I like when I watched it the only thing I remember about it is that I I remember feeling that a joke about how Julia Roberts looks like Julia Roberts took up like way more time than it should have and that's the only thing i remember so i kind of wrote it off in my mind uh and and i haven't seen it since it came out which was a million years ago yeah and there's all kinds of movies that i i watch when they come out and then i watch them like 10 years later and i'm like no i was dumb when this came out and it's actually good
0: well i mean i can see how a lot of people would write it off for the julia roberts thing i i can absolutely see that but i i what i was watching i was i was like oh man they're just having fun they're just having a good time with this yeah and it's kind of meta it's a little bit meta but like you know they're this is they're just having a good time like i feel like they had a good time making this movie
1: i think i'll, I'll probably rewatch it cuz if you if you if you're that passionate about it and i must have missed so I mean, it's possible. I still wouldn't like it, but
0: it is possible. It I also is. feel I, I that I do want you to hear. I want to hear your thoughts if you rewatch it.
1: Yeah, I feel that uh, it it is worthy of a a second viewing. If someone, if someone has that strong of an opinion, uh, yeah. I, to me, anyway, I, I would I would watch it over and see if I can see if I change my mind because it's from two thousand four. You know, I was like seventeen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. I was in uh, I was in college.
1: Yeah, well, seventeen-year-olds are are dumb. So what did I know?
0: <laughs> well, I was also dumb in college, so I don't know. Yeah, I was dumb until uh, like,
1: I'm still dumb.
0: I'm a dumb dude. I'm about to say we're, this is the dumb dudes podcast.
1: But yeah, so I love the Steven Soderbergh. Uh, he's a executive producer on Michael Clayton. He's directed a million good things, like The Nick, which is one of my favorite things. He uh, he rules.
0: Uh, he does. And, uh, so let's, let's move on to this next trailer here, uh, which is called, for, it's, is it a movie? It's called Suspicion?
1: Yeah, this is the one that's so generic that it hurt us.
0: Oh my gosh. This is generic city.
1: (laughs) The plot of this is five ordinary Brits are accused of kidnapping the son of a prominent U.S. media mogul. They embark on a desperate race against time to prove their innocence, but will anyone believe them and are they telling the truth? This, to me, has... The energy of uh, a secret remake, where they, it's a remake of something, but they don't call it the same name, you know. Mm. Um, to me, this
0: has the energy of like a crime show on CBS.
1: Well, yeah. That I was sad because I wanted this to be good because it has Simmons from Agents of Shield in it, and I, I really like her.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh,
1: but it, I don't think she's going to be in it a lot. She's just like one of the guys, and yeah. I just feel like. I feel like it's so generic that it, I can't even hold the plot. Like, I just read the plot synopsis and I don't remember what it is.
0: Uh, Uma Thurman's in this. Yeah. Do we know? How old is Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman, she
1: was born in 1970, so she's 52. 51, probably, right now. Uh,
0: I just, I don't, after seeing this trailer, I was like, I don't even know what this is about. I kind of lost interest, like, real quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it has uh, it has Simmons in it. That's the only thing that I... I, I think that they should make a movie like Darjeeling Limited uh, where it's Elizabeth Henstridge, who's Simmons, and Keira Knightley and Daisy Ridley and their sisters because they all look
0: the same. That They could all pass as sisters, absolutely. Yeah,
1: it would be like Darjeeling Limited with uh, Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, and Jason Schwartzman.
0: Hmm. Yeah. They should do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch this though.
1: No, I don't want to watch this. But I, I hope that uh, Elizabeth Henstridge is in more movies that I can watch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Moving on, we got a trailer for Super Pumped: The Battle for Uber.
1: The roller coaster ride of an upstart transportation company embodying the highs and lows of Silicon Valley. I have an unpopular opinion, and I hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I can't stand him. <laughs> I, I don't know why you hate him. I can't. St- I he just. I want to. He's got the most punchable face to me. I just can't stand him. (laughs) You didn't even like him in Looper. Uh, I love Looper. It's a great movie. I hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I can watch things he's in that are good. I'm not like that. I just don't like him. He's great in it, and he's not a bad actor. It's something. Did you watch? Did
0: did you watch Third Rock from the Sun back in the day? I did. You hated him back then. Yeah, I've I've never liked him. I just never liked nothing about him. I like uh looper
1: one of the best sci-fi movies ever made he's great in it he's a great young Bruce Willis it's a great movie uh he was he was great in Inception a movie that I don't particularly like but he's great in it I just don't like him and I know that's unpopular and I think that's just because a lot of people think he's really attractive I just want to punch him in the face no I know why I don't like him oh 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 why it's because <laughs> this is really stupid <laughs> it popped into the back of my mind it's because in the dark Knight rises uh i never really liked him before this obviously this movie's from 2012 but the reason that i i really really don't like him like instead of just not caring about him is in the dark Knight rises they kept calling him a hothead and he wasn't playing a hothead like he'd be like hey should we maybe look at this and then they'd be like we don't need your hotheaded antics it's like He's not playing it that way. So either he's a bad actor or Chris Nolan is not directing this properly. And that bothered is, me, that whole movie.
0: Is he Dick Grayson in that movie? He's
1: Robin, but like he's like a non-Robin Robin. Like his name was something else. Yeah. And then I think his name was Robin or something. And then he finds the Batcave at the end.
0: I don't remember. I, I haven't seen the, the Dark Knight in forever.
1: He's like a cop that is... Working with uh, Gary Oldman, and they just keep calling him a hothead, and he's not playing it that way, and that drove me nuts. True. That's why That's why the the di- the mild dislike turned to rage. <laughs> that's <laughs> a- it. I
0: just remembered. I gotcha. Well, you know, I, uh, I have worked for Uber as a driver. Oh? I have. And uh, I think if I watched this movie, it would trigger me and make me angry, so I don't want to watch it.
1: Tell us a story about working for Uber.
0: Oh my gosh. there are there are many. I want to know
1: uh, two of
0: them. Oh gosh. All right. So one time I picked up this woman uh, at a bar, and this other woman is like, okay, i'm I'm paying for her ride. Uh, you know, we've got her her address uh, plugged in, and she like basically, like this woman just like falls into the car. So I'm driving, I'm kind of worried that she's gonna throw up in my car, but she falls asleep in the car and uh and so I get to the the address that um that was that's on the app you know I pull up to this house there's not a single light on in the house or outside the house. There's one of those like construction dumpsters in the driveway, uh-huh, and so I pull up and I go, okay, ma'am, i think we're i think I think we're here at your house and nothing there's no no response. I'm like, okay, she's still asleep. I was like, ma'am, ma'am, I think we're here. Um, and, she, and no response. And so I get out of the car, I open the door, and I say, and I kind of like gently nudge the woman. I say, hey, I, I think, I think we're here. You know, it's it's time for you to get out. And she like wakes up. And I don't know if this woman had only had alcohol, or maybe she had some other substances or whatever. And she, and I and I go, is this is this your is this your house? And she's like, no. I was like, "This is not your house," and then she, and then she like, like kind of does her hands like kind of gesturing around at the car, and she goes, "No, this is my house." And I go, "No, my <laughs> car is not your house." Um, but I just, I need to know if this is your house. I can help you to the, to the door. You know, like I just, and she's like, "No, th- this is my house." And I was like, uh, "Okay, well, like, if this is not your house, because I'm like seriously doubting this is her the right." So I, so anyway, I called the woman who who ordered the the Uber. She doesn't answer, and I'm like, "Great." So, um, so then I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like this woman's not responding. I was Like you need to get out. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," and I was like, "I don't, I don't know what to do." So I call the police. <laughs> like I didn't dial nine one one. I just I called the police department. I was like, "Hey." I'm an Uber driver. Can you like come down here? I don't know what to do. (laughs) So that, so the police show up and, uh, and they're like, ma'am, uh, is we need you to like, we need you to get you home. And, uh, they're like, and she, she looks at this cop, like she is staring at like an alien. (laughs) Uh, like she is not there. Like you ever looked at a person who's just not there, you know, their eyes are open, but they are not there. And he's, and she goes, he's like, I need to see your license, ma'am. And she like holds up her purse and just like stares at the cop holding her purse. And he's like, okay, I'm going to reach into your purse and get your wallet and, and, and get your license. So he does all that. Anyway, they get her out of the car. They drive her. Uh, she lived like, like, you know, maybe 10 houses up. Okay. So we were on the right street and everything was just wrong. Definitely the wrong house. So they took her home and I was like, good grief. Like what a... like the whole thing like took me like 30 minutes you know i'm just like not getting paid for anything i'm just sitting there you know yeah so uh that that was a weird one um i uh, one time i had uh, um uh, a guy actually throw up in the car uh Uh, so and i heard it coming and uh and i was like i was like do you you need me to stop Do you need me to stop he goes nope i'm okay and in the back he's going (laughs) (laughs) and i'm going this guy's gonna throw up And, and, and so i was like i was like hey man you need me to stop? He's like, no, I'm good. And that, so he we're only like five minutes away from the hotel. This guy's at, I, I picked him up at some restaurant. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I, 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 I hear <laughs> and I'm like, here it comes. The guy, I look back, the guy pulls like the neck of his shirt, puts his mouth into his shirt and into his shirt. I mean, he okay. took a hit for you he did and i was like this this is probably this not this uh the first rodeo for this guy he he's probably saved this his, himself some money on this before so anyway i we get to the hotel and he gets out or sloshes out i should say <laughs> and i run around to the other side of the car there is not a drop in the car there is not a smell he took every bit of that in his shirt <laughs> hurt because <laughs> his his shirt was tucked in. Because I saw him get out, his shirt was tucked in. He was like wearing a jacket, and I was like, "Wow!" And I and I, you know back then you could rate the riders, and I was like, "I I can't give the guy a, a a bad rating. I mean, he's he's you know he didn't get any he didn't get a drop in the car, so that's impressive. Yeah, I was like, okay. That was the only time I ever had somebody like throw up in the car.
1: The rest of the interview will be Uber questions. <laughs> I could listen yeah, to that like, all day.
0: Yeah, I've got a ton of them. Maybe I'll tell some more on future podcast episodes. I mean, there's, like, there's a literal, there's, there's some wild ones, dude. I've got some even, even wilder ones. Um, but, uh, but Uber, like as a driver, there's like no customer service. Like there's no help. Like you can't call somebody and say, Hey, the app isn't working or hey, like this is problematic or whatever. Like there's not like there was nothing you could do.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Because probably someone like Joseph Gordon Levitt runs the company.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just seeing how terribly it was it was run would it would just be like it would just make me mad. So I'll miss this one.
1: All right. So someone let us know if you also love Oceans twelve and hate Joseph Gordon Levitt, because those are the weird opinions of the week here. As far well,
0: as I'm concerned. Yeah, they they are. Uh, all right, so ne- next up we have a trailer for Jackass Forever. This is the final trailer for this movie.
1: Yeah, and this is the final movie for these gentlemen because they're all about to die.
0: <laughs> I don't know how their joints can last.
1: I don't know, but watching this, I decided that Johnny Knoxville is like a real-life Loki variant. Like, As he's creating <laughs> all this chaos and thriving in it and laughing to himself, I was like, oh, yeah. He's a Loki variant of some kind, like a real life one.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, do you what are your what's your opinion about seeing comedies in the theater?
1: I w- when I was younger, like college age, I had like this. I had all these rules for things in life, and I'd be like, "Well, hmm. I, I don't need to see comedies in the theater, and I don't need to blah blah blah, and only this and this, and I I I like this because of this." And then I, at some point, I was like having all these rules for things is dumb so i don't have any rules for this if i want to see a comedy in the theater i'll go see a comedy in the theater i tend to not want to uh because going to the theater is kind of annoying to me i don't you know because people talk in the theater and it drives me insane so now we rent movie theaters to see things and i really only will do that for big movies like marvel movies or like dune or stuff yeah so while I do not have a uh philosophical stance on going to see a comedy in the theater, I have one of practicality where that leads me to not probably want to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't have any hard rules on it, but I just I don't have any desire to see a comedy in the theater. I can always wait.
1: Yeah, I think that's where I'm at as well. It's like if if something drew me, I wouldn't be held by some honorific code that i put out there to not see it. but i just <laughs> probably don't want them
0: yeah yeah i don't either so I, I i won't see this movie in the theater uh i'll just when it comes out on hbo max i'll watch it i guess
1: yeah i would watch it uh just i i've enjoyed this these guys in the past like i'm not above enjoying watching people hurt. i don't
0: like the gross
1: stuff that they do but i like yeah. to see people hurt themselves <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I sort of like the creativity of some of the stunts.
1: Yeah, I like stunts. That's the thing. I, I never really liked the. St- I always found the Stevo stuff was the gross stuff. So, yeah. like, I, I never liked him. But I love stunts. So I love to see them do the stunts. Uh, also, it's about time that Eric Andre is involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With this. So it's good to so see for him. For
0: sure. Yep. Um, all right. So then the next trailer we've got is a uh, Big Bug.
1: This is the stupidest... Okay, I'm gonna read the plot. A group of bickering suburbanites find themselves stuck together when an android uprising causes their well-intentioned household robots to lock them in for their own safety. This has been made 80,000 times. Yep. Including an X-Files episode and a Disney Channel original movie called Smart House. <laughs> uh, but it's been done so, so much that... You can't add anything new to it. And the only thing that they added to it was it looks like the the Cat in the Hat live action movie. Oh, my
0: gosh. It does. I was like, I've seen this style before. And that's exactly what it is. Oh, my gosh. You nailed it. Yeah.
1: It's, it's got like this weird. I mean, it must be a French thing like Luc Besson, like Fifth Element. But like this is way more turned up than the fifth element where everything is really colorful and weird it looks like the cat in
0: the hat to me It, it it really does and you're exactly right like when i was watching this i was like oh man this has been done the matrix terminator maximum overdrive stealth eagle eye her the list goes on, like it's like machines getting a mind of their own and then affecting humans in some way.
1: Yeah, at least uh, if we're gonna throw her in there, at least it went the other direction where the robots are nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Edie, and I, and I was like, and that's and that's what it made me think too. Is like we need more nice sentient robots like Wall-E and Johnny Five, Edie. maybe even her and who Edie in Mass Effect, Edie in Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. Also, this,
1: the RoboCop looking guy in this is so hideous that no one would ever create this machine <laughs>
0: he's pretty he's pretty bad he's pretty ugly yeah. for sure um
1: but yeah so if you want a cat in a hat remake of every smart device uprising movie ever made uh then
0: big bug is for you it's a big bug is for you garbo folks.
1: french netflix movie
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh uh well we will miss this one yeah Yeah, Uh, so the next trailer that we've got here is uh, for Confession.
1: This one is so generic that it was hard for me to find the trailer of once I was looking for it to rewatch it, once I put it on the list, and also to find it on IMDb. The plot is one church, one priest, a wounded man, and his loaded gun, an intense thriller played out in real time during one night where a vengeful confession must take place. Uh, The best thing I can say about this is that Colmini is in it, and I like him, and I don't know why I like him, I just do.
0: Is it, it's not, it's not, what's this guy's, it's not Gene Hackman, who is this guy in it? Cole No, no, the, the the older guy. Yeah, that's Cole Oh, that's Cole Yeah.
1: He was in like. What else is he in? He was in like, uh, uh Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, and all his mm. stuff, like, throughout, he's in everything, like, Hell on Wheels he was on, and.
0: He's very recognizable. Yeah, he's
1: a very Irish-looking guy. And he's got a yes, very Irish yes. name.
0: This, this is the low-budget of the week, though, man. This looks real low-budget. This
1: looks like a play that they filmed.
0: Yeah. It's got yeah. play movie energy. It really does, yeah. Like that
1: time my friend Andrea tricked me into watching the movie Carnage with John C. Riley, And that was a play movie. Kate Winslet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the text... If you go and watch this trailer, the text... That they do in in between like cuts, you know, it's like it's so corny. It's like it's just not good. No,
1: it wasn't good. Uh, Really low budge. Yeah, it's just why bother? Like, why waste the time on film? This is just a play. Go see a play.
0: Go see. Go see a play. Go see a local your local community theater instead. Yep. Instead of watching this. Okay, so then we have a trailer for Scream Five. Is it called Scream Five? Or is it just called Scream? It's just called Scream.
1: which okay. is the name yeah, of the that, first one
0: yeah it's a little confusing
1: uh when the f- when the we talked about this last this last trailer we were wondering if courtney cox just didn't care about this and then i i posited that it was the botox that made us not be able to tell uh but then i think either in that episode or since then we learned that she was like the executive producer of it so i guess she just she cares but she doesn't ever look like it yeah um David Arquette is Dewey in this and Nev Campbell is, is Sydney of course. And, uh, yeah, I feel like the way that scream is, is very meta. It's like making fun of other horror movies. So it might have some new stuff from like the last couple of years since scream four came out to add to this, but mm. I no longer care.
0: <laughs> I, I literally could not be any less interested in this.
1: Yeah. I don't care. Uh, I also feel like if if you wait a while and you make a sequel like this, it's like Halloween, you know? So what they're going to end up doing is they're going to, in order for this to have a punch to it, they're going to have to kill one of the people that survived all the other movies. So either Nev Campbell, David Arquette, or Courtney Cox, or all three of them, one of them will be the killer or one of them will be murdered at least in this movie. Like it has to go. Like it has no other way to go, you know? Yeah. So, when this movie comes out, I will read the Wikipedia spoilers of it, which is a thing I do with horror movies. Like when Halloween <laughs> Kills came out, I had to read the spoilers of it because I needed to see if I was right about my predictions of it, and I was 100% correct about everyone who lived and died in that movie. So, I bet I will be right about this.
0: I think Nev Campbell has aged really, really well.
1: Yeah, Nev Campbell looks great. Oh, this came out January 14th. That means this is out now. Scream Wait, 5. Wait, Scream is out? Yeah, it says January 14th. Uh, oh, wow. I guess they put a trailer out right away. I'm going to read and see if... Uh, I'm not going to spoil it on this podcast, but I'm going to see.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw that it made um, $3.5 million on Thursday night uh, preview opening or whatever they, that's called.
1: I'm not going to reveal what I've read about the spoilers
0: here, but I read some spoilers.
1: All right. So that's out now. If you care about scream, you can watch scream. <laughs> if,
0: you're, if you're still into scream since, since, since you saw it in high school, yeah. since then, if you're still interested. Uh, all right. So the Adele, the Zinth trailer that we've got here is the legend of Vox Machina, Vox Machina. Yep. Uh, it's not Machina guys. Nope, it's Machina. Machina. Vox Machina. And, uh, the only way to describe this is a gratuitous cartoon.
1: Yeah. So this is based off of Critical Role, the very, very popular D and D actual play podcast that many of my friends do costumes from, and those costumes are very good. I, I've never listened to that podcast. I'm just familiar with the costumes my friends do. So I was not. A, I was not. I didn't know what to expect going into this, but I did not expect the amount of violence that was in this trailer.
0: Yeah. So I actually have listened to several different Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, like tried them out. Yeah. And my conclusion was I have the same opinion about that as I do about watching people play video games and that I don't find it entertaining.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the uh the first season of The Adventure Zone, uh, but that was just cuz I liked McElroy content. It could they could have made any kind of podcast and I would have liked right. it. Right. Yeah, Uh, but I've cooled off on on the Adventure Zone. Like I haven't listened to the last couple seasons uh, because I just got so tired of it. And uh, I I never wanted to dive into Critical Role, and I don't I don't think I want to watch this either. But I'm happy for my friends who love this stuff that it exists for them.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, if you're into it, I'm happy for you too. Just this this whole thing seems based on just the gratuitous content, and 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 oftentimes, I feel like when you have a show like this, that they the focus, the feature of it is that it's it's really gratuitous and adult. Is that it's tr- it, like that's what the show's about. It's not about the storytelling. It's not about the writing or, or the comedy or whatever. It's about. How much blood do you want to see? How many curse words do you want to hear? We're we're gonna give it to you tenfold, baby. And it's just like, guys, I, I'm here for a good story. I'm here for fun, action. You know, good animation. I, you know, I don't this all this other stuff is. I don't find much value in it. You know. I think that Adventure
1: Zone started out that way, uh, where it was like, uh, how weird of a D and D playthrough can we make? But then it eventually turned into really good storytelling because Griffin was a good writer. So a, a critical role with a following this big has to be that way as well. Like it has to it has to have value to the storytelling. If people are this obsessed with the characters, because uh, I have friends that will spend like my my friend Darren has the and 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 my friend Julia have the coolest critical role costumes, which involved them uh, stitching feathers and leaves together for god knows how long so it must have been worth it you know
0: i don't know let me push back on you a lot of people like uh the guy who we don't like that does the con that writes the stuff the the comic shows that we don't like oh yeah mark millar mark millar a lot of people love mark millar yeah
1: you're 100 percent right yeah Cause, yeah you know you're
0: right and we and we're not into it you're right there's something there for these people it's not for us yeah, I, uh, I don't think it's for us. Probably going to miss this one. Yeah, but, you know, good on you, Critical Role people. I'm glad that this exists for you. And Good on good on you. All right, well, that does it for all the new, new trailers. Uh, and that brings us to not the trailer mailers because we don't have any.
1: Yeah, we did not ask a question last week. I did ask about uh, – I didn't think to put this on here because I, I asked about the Grey Ghost last week, and we didn't get any casting uh, – because nobody cares. Advice for, for the gray ghost. Uh, but we did get two opinions that I started with. I have no opinion about the gray ghost. No one had that. However, we did have an answer from Mandy about your, your uh, Cinderella, or not Cinderella, Snow White thing. And she oh, pointed yeah, out yeah. that uh, the movie Mirror Mirror was the movie that you were trying to think about that came out at the same time as yes. Snow White and the Huntsman, so you weren't crazy. So thank you, Mandy, for uh, ungaslighting Ben.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I was like, I, I really did. Somewhere in my mind, remember that that it, that had it happened, but uh, glad to have confirmation that uh, that did not happen in the other universe that I'm potentially from. Yep. Um, all right, so this this week we have basically those two questions times questions, uh, and if somebody wanted to. Uh, pitch in, pipe in. What is it they wanna Well if they wanna
1: pipe in, they could follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, which is where I will post the uh, questions times. Or they can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com if they are Kevin. Uh, if they wanna text me, if they are Josh, they can do so on my phone. They can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. If they want new episode updates, do not try and contact us there. We do not check the notifications and we never will. Uh, you can feel generous if you if you want, and you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. And if you do that quick, Mickey's going to let you know what happens.
2: Yeah, baby. Let me tell you about what we's going to do. If we're going learn, if I start writing on our, what's with Listen, we're always appreciative for you. So if we're going to learn do that, we're going to... We're just going to take a comedy and we're just going to make it serious, buddy. And I haven't thought about what that would be. Like, maybe it's Home Improvement or Step by Step or Full House. Maybe we do a Full House horror show (laughs) where it's like... Maybe it's a miniseries. A Full House miniseries where you don't know who the killer is. Could be Uncle Danny. You never know. Keep you guessing. Maybe it's one of them Olsen twins. And actually, that's a spoiler because you already know it's them Olsen twins. They just look like Kelf. What are those... Fellers on that Muppet. That Muppet showed them. <laughs> <laughs> what are them fellas called? Keflings? Is that what that's called? I don't know where you're going with this. On <laughs> yeah. that uh, dark crisp. <laughs> Is it Keflings? What are them things called? Keflings. Keflings? That's, like, that's what them Molson twins are, but that's murderous Keflings. That's what that. Uh, hey, I don't make the rules, folks, okay? So we're going to make a show about murdering gelflings on Full House, and I think that was in San Francisco. Uh, hey, this story writes itself, BG, and sometimes stories are like that, and that's a tip.
1: Rest in peace, Bob Saget. For <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice I didn't say he was the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Effervescent,
2: reticulated,
1: resplendent, as always. Uh, for the trailer blazers my name is nick kelly and i am from west philadelphia born and raised on the playground is where i spent most of my days chilling out max and relaxing all cool and shooting some uh b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who are up in the good started making trouble in my neighborhood happy trailsers
0: <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you did that a lot longer than i thought you, you're gonna do it <laughs> and i'm ben moon and i've got mad 30 rock energy happy trailsers welcome back to the video games
2: one quarter portion
0: of the show folks not much video game news right now since the holidays have passed uh i've still been playing battlefield 2042 and guardians of the galaxy uh i'm i'm still liking battlefield 2042 you can you can believe the internet if you want to but i'm having a good time with it
1: sounds like you're having a good time with it i am how far are you in guardians
0: Oh gosh, um, we just are escaping the uh, the big the the big lady, the ah, the okay. monster collector lady. Yeah, yep. am I? I'm not even halfway through, am I?
1: Lady Hellbender. No, you're like in the first third.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Lady Hellbender. That's yeah.
1: it. Um, I'm still. I just beat Mass Effect two last night, so I'm going to start Mass Effect three probably today at some point here. Uh, Mass Effect two is just my favorite game ever. Like playing it playing it through a second time i was like i just i forgot how much i love this everything about this game it's just i love the way it plays i love all the characters i love the little conversations you have with everyone tally mostly love tally yeah um, so i I sort of like over the years i've cooled off on being mad about the ending of mass effect 3 uh, which i still think is bad like i'm not gonna be like well it wasn't not bad because it was bad like yeah. You you spend hundreds and hundreds of hours making little choices that are supposed to affect the end of this, and then the choices at the end are A, B, or C. Like, literally, that's it, you know? It's yeah. and it's just disappointing uh, ending. However, uh, the journey there, like the game of Mass Effect 3, you know, with, with all the storylines I care about, like the Genophage and the, the Geth-Quarian thing like that, that stuff is all genius, you know? So, I'm looking forward to those parts of Mass Effect 3, and I might just go to the end and pick Synthesis because that's the least evil one and continue on with my life.
0: Uh, I think there's only one uh, decision, and that's to shoot the Star Child in the head or choose Red.
1: Yeah, shooting the Star Be- Child in the head works for me.
0: Yeah. They, any, 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 or not geth, any, um, what are they called? Reapers? Reaper representation. It must stop they're murderers uh, and just because you say you preserve life and reperform, that's not preserve life that, how yeah, is that even bad, representative but of life
1: synthesis rewrites them and makes them good uh, which is the only way to end it because if you do uh, destroy you kill the geth and edie which makes you bad like if you do that you're a bad person
0: uh, that's only if you believe that ai is truly sentient
1: mm, which i i think if a thing asks you if it has a soul then it probably is gearing up that way what's the difference between uh the electricity that runs our bodies and the electricity that runs their bodies
2: perhaps i treated you too harshly
0: ah the soul question
1: legion asked if he has a soul he's got soul
0: (laughs) (laughs) old legion um you know i wonder if i'll ever have time to go back through mass effect i don't know that i will maybe when i retire i'll revisit it
1: yeah there'll be a new a new remastered edition there where you're in vr probably
0: hey uh or like a, a holodeck
1: oh that would be that would be good
0: yeah i would absolutely do that i
1: would just hang out in afterlife the whole time on omega <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt dude no no doubt <laughs> oh man me me and uh, uh me and Liara would be just chilling it uh, in afterlife yep uh
1: yep. so yeah mass effect 2 beat it gonna start mass effect sweet 3.
0: Shweet, uh I don't think we have any video game news. We did have a new trailer uh, for Dying Light 2 Stay Human, which it's got real good graphics.
1: Yeah, Rosario Dawson's in it.
0: Yeah. Uh, her likeness. It, the character has her likeness, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, she probably did the mocap.
0: I bet she did. You know this. Um, there's subtle things very similar to a Bethesda game. It kind of reminded me, of the, like the look of it and like the character animations and stuff. Uh, kind of looked like a Bethesda game, but like next, like the next version of whatever engine they used on like Skyrim. And it just made me want a Bethesda game and not
2: this.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to play this. I don't like this kind of game. But like, I like uh, the idea of having Rosario Dawson in video games, and I yeah. would like her to be in one that I want to play.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is kind of a zombie game, and again, we're we're under zombie fatigue. It's fully still, a zombie so, game, yeah. Yeah, with all kind of different kinds of zombies. I, I just not. I just don't. I just don't care. I'm just not interested. You know. Same. Yeah, I don't care. I'm over it. We're over it. We've 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 been down this road a million times. Okay, yeah. guys. It's over. Kind of, it's over. It's over. Rock. All right. I got nothing else. You got anything else? Not a thing.
1: Well, for the Trailer Blazers, my, Nick, my name is Nick Kelly, and I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared. Said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh, and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say, but this cab was rare. But I thought, man, forget it. Yo, home to Bel Air. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Close enough.
0: Close enough for government Happy work. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I need a holodeck. I really need a holodeck. Cap- okay? Happy Trailers. I'll
1: deliver one to you.
0: Thanks. So the style of Megadon is uh, like a like a 1970s movie made in Europe.